Hey friends and welcome. Today we're going to talk about meaningful faith. This is episode 257 and you can find today's show notes at a few minutes with God podcast.com. My name is Felice Gerwitz and I welcome you. If you're new to this podcast, thanks so much for taking the time to listen in. And and if you've been here a while, I want to thank you also for continuing to tune in. I so appreciate you. I'm going to be talking about a faith that is meaningful in our lives, not just something we do to check off the list or out of habit. And that takes a little bit of thought to kind of analyze where you are in your faith walk with the Lord, if you've grown and if you have matured. And if you haven't, it's an encouragement for all of us to dig deeper. I'd also like to thank the sponsor of this episode, that is MediaAngels.com. You can visit the website for Christian books and classes. All right, so on the topic of meaningful faith, do you remember the first time you realized there was a God and he loved you? Perhaps you're a new Christian, or like me, you've been raised in a church since infancy, and faith is all you know. If you're a new Christian, it's an exciting time. It's a time when you feel on fire or excited about what you're learning. But if you've been a Christian for a while, sometimes you become complacent. You'll read a scripture verse and you'll say, oh yeah, I know that one. Or you'll hear something in the Old Testament and you'll think, well, that was for the people in those days. Everything we read in scripture can be something that can either be applied to our lives or something we can be warned about or something we can learn from. And that's where we pray for an infilling of the Holy Spirit to help us through this. And always do that when you're reading scripture. Pray for the Holy Spirit, to the Holy Spirit for guidance. But even if you've been a longtime Christian, there has to be a moment, time, or day that you realize that the only person you would serve in your life is God, then Kim's family, and then everything else. Joshua 24.15 says, Now, if you're unwilling to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve whether the gods your ancestors served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. And I think I've shared with you that I have those words, as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord on a wooden plank. I love that scripture. Today is no different than the past when these verses were written. The gods today are not those of the Amorites. The gods are entertainment, business, distraction, gossip, the internet, and all of the associated dangers that lie around us. These distractions pull on us day after day, not to mention our normal everyday work, chores, and caring for our family. In cleaning out my computer files, I find things from time to time, and I actually found a handmade card I sent my niece for her confirmation. I'm going to talk more in detail about that in next week's podcast on sharing our faith, 
But the scripture verse that I used was Matthew 17:20. And that is so important. That scripture verse tells us that if we have faith as a mustard seed, which is a tiny little seed, we can move mountains. That is meaningful faith, deep abiding faith. Our faith may start as the faith of our parents or the faith of a friend or pastor who introduced you to Christ. But at some point, that faith needs to be incorporated into your own life, a faith that is strong and steadfast, in other words, meaningful faith. It takes getting to know the Lord and realizing all he has done for us and going the next step, and that is being appreciative. How often are we unappreciated in our lives? The Old Testament, the beginning of the world in salvation history, tells us over and over again about God's love, God's justice, and God's forgiveness. And instead of a grateful nation, the nation of Israel, those were the chosen people, all that the Almighty received in return was disobedience. Over and over again, the people complained. They rebelled, and they did not follow God's laws and ordinances. These laws were created for a purpose, and when they were broken, for example, the men of Israel intermarrying with people who worshipped idols, and they were warned against that, right? The men of Israel began also worshipping these pagan idols. The Almighty knew that. He knew the weaknesses of these men, and he warned them to help prevent disasters. Yet the people did it their way. And that is why so many things happened and so many you know problems cropped up and we keep reading about that and we think oh my gosh i can't believe you know they didn't listen to the lord you know and we do that ourselves when we turn our backs on god when we know the lord jesus as our personal savior we want to please him and follow his will for our life just like a beloved family member or friend we would do anything for them, to help them, to make them happy, to be the best at being available. Well, that should be how we serve our God. When you go to church and worship God, you are getting to know him and following his will for your life. I know church can be a very social place where we see our friends and greet each other, and that's wonderful, but our focus should be on the word and what God is saying. For us, As Catholics, my focus is on the Mass and receiving the Eucharist. But if we're doing these things out of rote and just going because we're supposed to, it's not not an important leap of faith. We're essentially going through the motions. Meaningful faith is knowing there is no other option in life, that we have to worship God because there's nowhere else we would go. In the book of John 6, there are so many nuggets um, about our faith, and I really urge you to stop and listen to the words that I'm going to be sharing with you, but also to go back to read that entire book because it is so filled with exactly what the Lord wants of us. And sometimes we read it and we say, oh yeah, you know, he was talking to the Jews at the time or his disciples, but no, he's talking to us as well. So read all of John 6, but I'm going to be 
sharing with you just pieces of John 6, um, verses 30 through 71, not all of it, but just pieces. So the first is going to be verse, verses 30 through, let's see here, uh, 34. So they said to him, then what sign do you do that we may see and believe you? What work do you perform? Our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness, as it is written, he who gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave the bread from heaven, but my father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. So first we read that Jesus is challenged by the Jews to give him a sign and to prove that he is the one true God, just as the Israelites, their forefathers, while in the desert, were given manna, this miraculous food to eat, as they wandered in the desert. And we know how the story turned out. The people complained about the manna. They had no other food to eat. And they were even saying we should go back to Egypt and be slaves, and that life was preferable. It is so hard for me to read the story of Exodus because when you hear the complaints of the people who should be thankful, these people were saved from slavery in Egypt and they were being led to go to the promised land, yet they continued to rebel against the Almighty, even when they were instructed by the prophet Moses under the direction of God. And, you know, we read it about and we talked about the mercy seat in a previous podcast where, you know, this cloud loomed over the Ark of the Covenant where the Ten Commandments were, and still they saw these visible signs. We have faith, but we don't see these visible signs. But these people did, and God was teaching them, and he was helping them to unlearn what they learned in in Egypt. And that's why the Lord always admonishes us. It's not like he's putting down a race of people or saying, don't have anything to do with these people. It's because of their worship, their faith belief. They were pagans that were worshiping idols and sacrificing humans. And that's another reason there were animal sacrifices, to take the place of the human sacrifices and get people out of that mentality. And today, thankfully, we don't do that anymore. And then in John 6, 35, Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. But I said to you that you have seen me and yet do not believe. So that was John six thirty-five and verse 36. Wow. You have seen me and yet you do not believe. Amazing, isn't it? They actually saw Jesus the Christ and didn't believe. It's so amazing to me, and I just am in one of those, you know, times when you contemplate it and you think about it, but we also have to look at our own faith and say, Lord, when have I seen you and not believed? Verse 6, John six forty says, For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life. So there you have it, friends. There is the blueprint. That is what the Lord is saying to us. And that's why 
there is at some point in our lives a proclamation of faith, an acceptance of faith, or some people call it being born again. Whatever that is to you in your faith, it's accepting Jesus as the Son of God and knowing that he lived, died, and died as a sacrifice for us and for our sins. And that's the question, friends. Do we truly believe? Do we test God and want signs and wonders? Are we like the Jews, believing only what we can see and then not even believing in that? Or do we only believe if our prayers are answered? So many people lose their faith because of hardships in their lives. They say, how can a loving God allow bad things to happen to good people? Well, define good. We all have a different definition of that, don't we? Sometime this this um, podcast series, I am going to do a podcast on really examining and looking at ourselves as Christians. And I'm still praying about that one. But when we look in the mirror, what do we see? Do we see a faith that's on fire for the Lord? Do we see a faith that's look lukewarm? Do we grumble like the Jews who didn't want to take Jesus literally when he explained that he was the bread of life? He specifically said in the scriptures over and over again, he said, if anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever in eternity. He said it in the verses, and then he looked at his disciples who answered in verse 60 and said, this is a hard saying. Who can listen to this? And Jesus answered in this way, verse 63 through 65, this is again John 6, it is a spirit who gives life, the flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life, but there are some things you do not believe, for Jesus knew from the beginning who those were who did not believe and who it was who would betray him. And he said, This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless he is granted him by the Father. Wow, so many nuggets there. And it continues in verse 66. And after this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. And here's the question for you and for me. When the teachings get tough, when temptation is too great, when we feel like we cannot go one more day, will we give up? Will we go away? Will we turn our backs on the Lord? And finally, the punchline, if you will, the reason I brought these scriptures to your attention is for the following verse in verse 67. So Jesus said to the 12, do you want to go away as well? And here's the verse I love, verse 68 through 69. Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. This, this is it. Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Amen and amen. The second person of the Trinity, the Lord Jesus Christ, specifically taught us how we could have everlasting life. And the people, to his face, shunned him. Friends, let's pray and hope we will be different if we have lived 
if we had lived during that time and walked those streets. Today we're walking a very difficult street in the culture wars. We are dealing with the world around us. Some of us are living very difficult personal lives, yet never, ever take our eyes away from God. That is what true and meaningful faith is. Belief in the unseen, yet merciful and loving God. Let us pray never to fail the Lord, to be there without question, excuse, or compromise, to keep the Sabbath holy, to recognize sin is sin, and sin no more. Your challenge this week is to delve into your faith life and grow closer to God. Amen.